0: Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios, with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy Bush. Oh!
1: Welcome back to the final preseason edition of the Wildcast Podcast. Welcome into the Wildcast Studios. And dude, we made it. We did it. We're here.
0: We're here. The longest month and a half. Like <laughs> that had to be Oh my god. Which is... I can't even put it into words how Ridiculously Ridiculous? long that was. Like, that felt like an eternity.
1: Which is so weird because, like, it felt longer than last year. And last year, we weren't even allowed at the arena. Like, we were stuck watching updates and empty pre game Yeah. Pre-scrimmages. You're
0: right. Uh, that And was, this
1: felt longer, and we were allowed there.
0: It was bad. We got to do something about this. I mean... Start a petition. Start, start a <laughs> petition or something. I mean, it's just... The fact that you have to have these kids in town in mid-August and you don't get started until October the 1st is an absolute joke. I mean, that's literally 40, 45 days yeah. of, of training camp. Like, it's not even that long in the NFL, the NHL, no. the NBA. Uh, I mean.
1: Look, don't get me wrong. I love hockey in August. I got no problem going to the rink, you know, the last weekend of August. But we should be two weeks into the season by now. Absolutely. And that's that's the trade-off. If we're going to start in August, let's go September. Mm -hmm. We're going to start in October. Let's go Labor Day and camps get done. And we should be into the the last few cuts here as we go. Uh, Yeah, welcome into the studio. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching Audio Wise, as always, I am your host, Adam. And I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. Bro, Blue Jays, let one slip, eh? Four games set well, against four games set against Toronto or uh, Minnesota. I think the saving grace was it was Boston and uh, New York playing the same type series.
0: Yep, yeah, uh, it's getting down to some uh, you know knuckle uh, knuckle cracking uh, finger uh, biting time <laughs> of the year. Um, We've got uh, three games against the Yankees left, three games against the Orioles, who are one of the worst teams in baseball. Yep. Uh, that's probably not a good thing that you're finishing the season against the worst team. But, uh, you know, fingers crossed. Uh, we're hoping that, um, you know, as a, as a Jays fan, you're hoping this team can get in because, you know, if they do, they can, they have what it takes to do some damage. Uh, if, they're, if all their guys are, are uh, you know, are, Kind of hitting the ball and making contact, and you know you got a guy like Marcus Simeon who's one home run away from being the for having the most home runs in the season in MLB history by a second baseman. Oh, is he? Uh, okay, so I thought, he, I, thought he, I thought I saw he had it. Yeah, but maybe so I read he's it wrong. you know it, it's an exciting team. They're young, uh, they're fun to watch, and you know, fingers crossed they can make it in. Um, yeah, but the last uh, this last week's gonna be. Uh, Stressful, yeah. Uh, and if they can sneak in somehow, I'll be sitting in this chair next week in my <laughs> Blue Jays jersey. Uh,
1: as long as they don't get swept, they got a chance. Yeah, if they get swept. Uh, they get, it's I pretty guess, much over.
0: You know, if it's six games left, they got to win at least five, I think, to get in. And uh, if they can win five or six, uh, like I said, I'll be
1: in my uh, Jays jersey next week in this chair. Perfect. Well, let's hope that uh, let's hope that happens. And I know you'll be tuned into those games as well. I know what else you were tuned into. And that was the Mass Singer. Two-night premiere last week. We had four four uh, mass Singers, and uh, three of them were eliminated. We brought in two wild cards. So we had the Skunk, Octopus, Pufferfish, Mother Nature, and Bull. So I guess we had five. I can't count. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, three of them were revealed. So the Octopus was Dwight Howard, which he kind of felt was a, a, an NBA player, an athlete of some large sort. Large man. Yes, very large man. Um, which I actually figured out on one of the clues I saw an eight. So I started googling NBA players number eight when they were like when they were making their guesses it could be Dwight Howard. And I was right. like, Yep, he wore number eight in Atlanta, that's him. Hmm. Uh Fish was Tony Braxton, which really threw me off with wearing the mask under the mask. And then Mother Nature was Vivica A. Fox, which I she wasn't gonna make it past the first show.
0: That was a uh <laughs> rough performance. <laughs> yeah. Uh you know, I had uh I had for pufferfish I had Paul Abdul or Tony Braxton so I can uh, I can say that I kind of had uh, one of them, uh, right. which I'm proud to say. but uh, no, I've That's got a good some, start. Yeah, That's I've got start. some uh, we've got some guesses here for the, right. uh, the four that are left. Uh, you want to kick things off or uh, you want to put your guess down for the skunk? Well
1: the skunk, um, the skunk. Uh, I'm going someone uh, a female uh, in the diva area. Um, in that kind of Mary J Blige, you know, Tony Braxton, Lauren Hill, Faith Evans type. Um, I'm going with someone who is pretty athletic, great singer. Um, I'm going with Brandy. Okay. I feel like that's uh she's right in that era. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she had a scholarship to go somewhere and then dropped out to be a singer, but I know there's a lot of Grammys up for nomination, like in these clue packages. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure she was pretty into, pretty big into basketball like during the Kobe early Kobe area stay so Mm -hmm, athlete mm -hmm. kind of thing so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Brandy okay uh I'm
0: going a different route here all right um I'm gonna guess Opu Winfrey what I don't know why um (laughs) I I want to keep this as uh you know as not not political but I want to make sure I'm saying this when I you know saying this uh in a, you know, politeful manner. Right. Uh, I just don't know if the costume fits the uh, body uh, figure. Um, right. But if it does, I, I'm... i a hell of a guess. ...going with Oprah Winfrey. Uh, I, I kind of watched some YouTube videos. She's got a heck of a voice. She can sing. Uh, and, you know, so I'm oddballing this one i'll probably have a different guess next time <laughs> they uh they perform but I'll, i'm gonna stick with uh with the opua Wimfui uh for the uh, the skunk.
1: well done i that's not where i would go but uh you know you've always gone left field right field center field, yep. wherever wherever the inspiration takes you you kind of pull these guesses out um i got nothing for the bull uh as an actual person uh mm-hmm. i got an idea that it's some sort of entertainer whether it's a, a musician that's played to large crowds i don't think it's a boy bander that i had, you know thought we'd see in, in an in sync member or another backstreet or, or whatever um i do think it's some sort of entertainer maybe even a, a ufc guy a wrestler um i could see a wwe guy but you know i think it's someone's that been in in front of a lot of crowds the baseball clue that's that makes sense, but I, I don't know other than who it is, I got I got no names for that.
0: Yeah, so the name I got written down for this one, uh for the bull. Um we're gonna tee up the music here. Uh CM Punk. Uh and the reason for that being is because uh there was a clue about playing in front of sold out crowds. Um you know, there's one that's the greatest of all time. You know, he used to have a shirt that said G-O-A-T on it. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think one of his uh, wrestling attire shirts used to say it, that on it. Oh, okay. And uh, it just so see- it just so happens that he just returned to wrestling recently. Yep. Um, which could mean that he just finished recording uh, The Masked Singer. So uh, I'm going to stick with that one. Uh, again, another guest that could very well change next time they sing Uh, We'll see. Which, I mean,
1: that falls in line with the wrestler. Mm -hmm. The baseball clue, he's from Chicago, the Cubbies. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, the The White Sox, Sox, too. They're pretty big, but more so the Cubbies. Cooperstown baseball, I like that. You know, if
0: I start seeing, uh, you know, if if there's a clue down the road of, of like, uh, let's say it's a four-leaf clover, Mm -hmm. uh, they dye the Chicago River
1: green every St. Patrick's Day, um, did not he have like the lightning bolt on his? Doesn't he have some sort of lightning bolt like the red? Is it lightning bolt or is it something different on his gear? I can't yeah, really remember what I it is. I can't remember.
0: I can't. But uh, I'm gonna start, you know, looking at these clues more right, carefully right. to see if I'm on uh, if I'm on the right path here.
1: And it's so funny the clues in week one they set you on a path. They do. And then week two they week two three four five they never go down that path again. Yeah. they Go a completely different yeah. way and start to kind of bring it together. Um, I got nothing for the hamster. At all, I, I've, I'm out. I, I got a name a, I here. think it's a comedian of some yeah.
0: sort, but I, I got nothing. I'm going with Rob Snyder. <laughs> uh, yes, because
1: I like that guess. I'll jump one, on that.
0: Well, one of the one of the clues was about how he's always with this. He's always with the same friends or something like that. Yeah. And you know, any Rob Snyder movie, movie, he's always with you know either Adam Sandler, um, John, um, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. I can't think. of John it Ledger. John, John. Heater. Yeah, Heater, yeah, not um, John Ledger, and there's the guy with the blonde hair. I can't think of his name. Uh, they're always it's always the, the same Adam guys. Crew. Yeah, the yeah, Happy man. Gilmore yeah. production group, I think it's called. So uh, I'm gonna stick with uh, with Rob Snyder on this one.
1: I do like that um, baby, which is one of the better uh, better costumes that we've seen in the past couple of years. Give me nightmares. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, I got an action star feel to it. Um, the British accent is really throwing me off. But if you're an actor, you can do a lot of different accents. Um, there was one clue. I got all these clue things here. I'm just trying to. He replaced Arnold Schwarzenegger in a film. I'd vet this to see if it's actually true. But I know his daughter was on the show, so Bruce Willis. Rumor Willis was on the show. There was a clue about him replacing Arnold Schwarzenegger in a film. Yeah. So I I I don't know what film that would. B, I don't know if maybe Arnold was supposed to be in Die Hard, um, but I feel like if you're watching this on YouTube, but A, I don't know why you're not, and B, you just heard Jeremy's light bulb, or C, Jeremy's light bulb go off in his head. Um, you, you, you're you pretty much going down a, a path there.
0: Jingle all the way. Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the first one. Layer yeah. the Cable guys in the second one. Really? Yeah. Jingle all the way to right here. Layer the cable guy. Okay. Yeah. Jingle all the
1: way. Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. So not, it may not be Bruce Willis. It may be. Are you, are you having a Ken Jong moment?
0: It's, it's definitely.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. It, it's for sure. It's it's I didn't I hadn't picked up on that clue. Okay. But as soon as you said that. Jingle all the way popped in my head. Uh, which, I mean, if you haven't watched Jingle all the way... you uh, out. Put that cookie down! <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, I, I did, I'd i never heard that clue. So the fact that you just um, right, mentioned yeah, that yeah. is uh, bringing it back uh, to me. So yeah, 100% uh, Baby is uh Larry the Cable Guy.
1: Well, yeah. No, I was thinking Bruce Willis action star wise. But you clearly can Google that and you can see that... I didn't even know there was a second jingle all the
0: way. Oh man, you got to watch it. It's it's uh second it's one? it's not as good. They never are. But um it's it's still worth a watch. It's uh yeah, so 100%. I all mean, right. well, it's over. It
1: yeah, you heard that. So he's yeah. got he's got at least one on me. Um yeah, we get into group B tonight or yesterday, depending when you watch this. I'm not sure what kind of characters we're going to be uh, or see. I got to believe we're going to see another 5 uh night one and then have two wild cards come in. On night two, still pulling. None of these were Andy Samberg. You're not. Uh, you're not feeling Andy Samberg yet. Not yet. Okay. No, it's definitely Cause it, cause definitely it, not in this because when it hits you, it's gonna hit. You. Oh, I will know it. For,
0: <laughs> I will know this thing. My phone
1: will. Blo- I know who it is. I know who
0: it is. Yeah. I know who it is. So uh, it's. I'm. I'm waiting for it. I'm still not seeing Anna Kendrick no. uh, voice on these uh, singers mm-hmm. either. So we'll see if the next groups bring to us.
1: She. That would be a. That would be a swerve if she was skunk. No, I don't. It's too tall but that would be a swerve if she was skunk. I think the skunk is too tall. It's always tough to gauge how tall they are because the mouth can be lower than that. But um, as always, you want our mass Singer takes? We might start putting more on Twitter now that I say. You can follow us on Twitter at Wildcast. Although it's getting towards... uh, We're in regular season weeks, so um, you can also follow us on Instagram, Wildcast Podcast, now on TikTok. And don't forget to like and subscribe here on YouTube. Well... We don't really have a quick question, but we've got some quick questions from the fans. Put it out there on uh, Instagram today. Uh, Braden Elaine. how many points will Lotion put up this year? Um, I think consistency is key for him.
0: Uh, he's obviously a player who can go out and put, you know, three or four points up in a game, mm-hmm. uh, but not get another one for, for two or three. Um, so I'm not going to put him at the point per game, uh, level. Uh, but I will
1: say between 50 and 55. All right. I'm going to go right in the 40, 45 range. Um, I do believe he will have more goals and he will have, yeah, um, assists. Yeah. Uh, I think he'll be counted on for scoring. And again, um, health is going to be key. He missed a couple, Yeah, got a couple different times. He missed last year. We hadn't seen him since the, the break there in December, so obviously health will be key, but forty five to fifty is kind of our range. Layla Bun. Um my wife. She's my nice. Wife. She always my asks the question. success. Yes, she can hear the show as we record, so she doesn't uh, download. Uh projections on your rising star this year. So not so much rookie of the year, just a player that's gonna kind of rise all year.
0: Okay. Um I'm gonna keep it local here. Uh going with Alexi Daniel. Uh, because I believe by the end of the season he's gonna be in a top six role. Uh and that's just gonna have him,
1: you know, start uh putting up the points. All right. Um I am gonna go with a rookie. I'm gonna go with Ethan Dolomont. I think he's just gonna continue to rise up, rise up. Um I think he won't be on the power play to begin, but I think as the year goes on, I think he's gonna find himself on as a kind of a quarterback on maybe that second unit um, at the top of it. Okay. And, and okay. I think he's just going to continue to rise, and he's just going to be a smart, efficient, get the puck out of our zone kind of kind of defenseman. Uh, Drew Bear, huge Eagles fan, so surprisingly he didn't ask us any Eagles questions. Daou, over under 50 points. He said in January, I'm going to go by the time he's traded. <laughs> yeah, bad that's to the- definitely
0: a down. That's a down. You think that's under? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, before he's traded? Yeah. I mean, I guess he's not putting up 50 points by January. No,
1: no, he's, that's mean, an under. That's
0: that'd be 50, nice. 50 points by January if he was playing with better play. Up. Well, let's put this <laughs> in a nice way here. Um, a different level. A different level. A veteran. Yeah. Level. Like I mean, he's
1: probably going to be playing with loshing and, and Barbashev. which
0: I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Um, but this isn't a team that's going. They're not. They're not going to go out and score eight goals a game. No,
1: he'd be at that. He'd probably have to be at two points a game. Oh
0: God. Yes. Because like, we don't even
1: know when he's going to come back. Yeah. He could shush. he could be two weeks out before he's even it, back. Exactly. Right? So it's no, that's definitely that's, that's definitely an under. an under. Yeah, we'll take the under on that. Uh he does like these over under questions. Uh over under 40 wins for the Islanders. Which oh. like that yeah, that's a good one. That's I wish we would have had that one for for Corey. Um I mean, they're gonna be the top one of the top three. Uh, they went 35 and 5 last year. So, I mean, I'll take the under. Um, I'll, I'll go 38, and I'll put them just kind of right in in third spot, but 38, 38 wins there. I'm going to call an even on this one. <laughs>
0: um, my math tells me that they're literally going to finish with 40 wins. Uh, this is going to be a highly competitive division.
1: So, 40 and 18. Right? No, it's 58. 40 and... I can't math. Anyways, 40 works.
0: 40 and 28. 40 and 28. 40 and 25, 0 and
1: 3. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Yeah. Hmm. Right across the board, 40. 40 right. even.
1: Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, I mean, hey, we'll have more of these uh, quick questions as we go through the year. Uh, we always appreciate the support. We always appreciate the questions because we don't uh, like to think all that much. So let's get to some news and notes from around the cube. News and notes from around the queue. We
0: finally know where the Memorial Cup is. I heard
1: that. Yeah, it took True. almost as long as the preseason, uh, but the Memorial Cup was finally announced. It is coming to Saint John. Uh, they announced it last Wednesday, so <laughs> the work the work begins now to improve that roster. And they don't got much work to do. No, it's our. It's more. Is it more of a depth? thing that they're going to improve or is it to improve the high end to bring the top six they have now into a depth which improves your whole hockey club
0: yeah Um, let's just say that they've of all the teams that are buying this year they have the picks and the assets to do some damage uh, they're, yeah, they're, they, they have an opportunity here to be one of the best teams on paper after a trade period that we have seen in quite some time. Um, I'm talking, this, this could be. Like valdor good in the past two years, post-trade deadline? I'm talking Ruin Aranda, like. Oh, okay. Like winning the Memorial Cup in Halifax yeah, 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 yeah. after being down two nothing. Yeah. Uh, I just want to point that out again that the Mooseheads were leading the Memorial Cup final by a score of two nothing, <laughs> uh, only to uh, lose in th- hockey. Yeah. Um, no, they've they have what it takes to make this team an absolute juggernaut, uh, and it takes every. It makes my skin bleed to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is crazy because they already got the goaltender. They already yeah. got
1: a top level goaltender, and they still have picks.
0: Yeah, they've got, man, five first-rounders I think they can use yeah. right now. Um, they they don't even need to sacrifice players as futures Yeah, because the they have so part. many picks. Uh, so they, they're going to do some damage. And, yeah, I think we can all agree that what I said a couple of weeks ago came true, and that's that, you know, the funds from uh, Trevor Georgie's, uh <laughs> offshore bank account finally cleared, you know, that wire tra- transfer went through. And yep. uh, like Chris said last week, uh, if it wasn't this year, if St. John didn't get it this year, when would they get it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Quebec had it a few years back. Um, so yeah, I think it was only only a matter of time. And, uh, it, you know, the whole the whole, all levels of government was on board with this. Uh, the Saint, the municipal government at St. John was on board. The, the provincial government was on board. The federal government was on board. Uh, they all backed this bid by St. John, uh, and I think that really helped.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be a fun event. We're excited to get tickets. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, but, I mean, you know, we said preseason is preseason, but they went 6-1 and one in the preseason, scored 45 goals, and only gave up 24. Like, they were – they're scary even before we get to the trade trade period. So mm-hmm. you're you're bang on on that. Uh, the other news: Zach Larue was sent back to Predator, from Predators camp. Um, when will now finish his suspension as he was given four games at the end of last season. Four. I'd forgotten about that. I did too actually, until Scott Macintosh tweeted it out. Scotty Mac. Fighting after the original altercation accumulation of codes. Yeah, so that's like him. <laughs> Well, I mean that's what happens when you uh, play Charlottetown forty five times in one yeah, season. It's true, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so he'll he'll miss the first uh, three games as he served one of those uh, one of those games. So well let's get to the uh, the old Wildcast training camp report.
0: Wildcast training camp report.
1: Thanks, Mike. <laughs> I like that. (laughs) Uh, The Wildcats finished up their uh, preseason 3-6 and after splitting the final two games with the Islanders. Getting blown out 6-2, but bouncing back with a 2-1 victory on Sunday. We're finally done. Not a lot of major injuries. We're going to have all our players back. What I did like in these final two games that I saw was a lot of what we saw kind of last year where this team, if they lost, if they got blown out, the next night they were able to bounce back. And play well, kind of hone in, and -hmm. either be in the game or get a W. And they were able to get a W. And, you know, those are the little things that eventually, that's what brings your team together. Um, And that's what I saw uh, from a few highlights. I didn't catch the the full game on Sunday, but that's kind of what I noticed is getting blown out 6-2. You're not thinking much is going to happen against the Islanders in the rematch. They come out, they play... Just like they did a lot last year, and they come away with a two-one victory.
0: Yeah, I, the whole rebound effect, right? It's yeah. uh, they knew they didn't play great on f- Friday, Friday, Friday. Uh, so they had to come out on Sunday. Look, um, my one takeaway from the game on Sunday: I speed. Oh my god, just see that guy flying down the off wing there. I didn't
1: actually. I just oh, saw man. this white blur. It was
0: like a lightning bolt, just you know, flying down the off wing and then getting that pass over to to Preston. I mean, man, just guys, the guys got friggin' wheels, man. (laughs) Good on Preston though for getting a goal. Oh yeah, taking advantage of his uh his opportunity. But uh, my one takeaway from that game on Sunday, if the Wildcats want to win or compete, Mm -hmm. let's put let's say the way let's put the word don't take away the word win and let's say the word compete. If the Wildcats want to compete, I'm gonna tell everybody to, to, to do this right now. Go watch the first minute of the game of Sunday's game. They didn't score, but they had the puck in Charlton's zone for the entire first minute, and Charlton could not could not get the could not get the puck. Oh, really? It was constant pressure, shots from the blue line. They were getting shots everywhere. They were bat- winning battles in the, in the corners. Mm-hmm. If this team plays like they did in the first minute of the game on Sunday, they will be in every game this year. Mark my words. Th- <laughs> I saw that first minute. I was like, "Holy crap!" It's a different, a completely different team. Right. Uh I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. It was it was one of the best sixty seconds. Probably the first um let's the first minute and twenty seconds. I think it was. They were in the Charlottetown zone right off the hop. And it was just constant pressure, winning battles, getting shots on net. Uh, and it was a thing. It was such a pleasant sight to see. So if they play like that, uh, they're going to win some games. Um, and, you know, they could easily upset Charlottetown, uh, not Charlottetown, sorry, a St. John team once or twice after the after the trade period. Um, just phenomenal first minute and a half of that game. All right, yeah. I
1: didn't. Uh, I'll go check that. I guess since, since I didn't watch it, my bad. Um, but I'll have to go check that. But yeah, that's and that's the, from what you're describing, that's basically, last year. That's the M O. Like right. this that's... team is not as skilled as others in this division. They're skilled as some of the teams in Quebec and others not so much. But they're gonna have to come to work um, every night. And mm-hmm. you know, it's preseason's done. The games didn't count. They went three and six. So it's, they're getting there, and uh, I think one of the the special teams for this hockey club kind of worries me a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, Phil, let me. Phileon was fantastic on Sunday. Um, looked amazing. Yeah. Uh, Couture, on the other hand, Friday, yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. You <laughs> won the job. Uh, so now you have to prove. Why you won the job. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a confidence thing, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, um, if he. And
1: and that could have been one off night, too, because we've seen him play pretty well and keep this team in hockey games.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but you know what? There's, uh, you know, OHL teams and some WHL teams are starting to make some cuts here.
1: With actual training camps starting
0: actually after Labor Day? Um, so you never know. Um, Let's don't uh, don't count out uh this uh, this team as just going with the two goalies we have right now. You know, there's just could be some uh premature talks. Let's say to well, uh, I, potentially
1: have another goalie coming to town if you're not trying to make your team better. Yeah. at all costs, you're not doing your job. Perfect. Right? It's perfect. So,
0: that's that's a perfect example, right? It's um free agent is free it's not gonna yeah, cost you no. anything uh, if he comes in and steals a job fantastic if not you didn't pay anything for him ship him back to where he came from yeah um, you know what I would I would say do it if you can find yourself a 19 year old goaltender that's got some OHL or some WHL experience uh, that you can bring in for free I say do it yeah I'll have Um. A What's, nothing's going to uh, prevent you from doing that. Uh, if anything, it's going to put pressure on Couture to be better. Um, because. Which is going to make
1: Philion be better.
0: Well, right? yeah. I mean, we already know what we, we, can, what, what we can expect from Philion He's mm-hmm. not, he's, you know, he's going to have his off games, but yep. I expect this this kid to, you know, start, uh, start stealing games. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about a free agent goalie coming in and taking Philly on his plane. No, I'm away. not
1: either. I'm saying if it's going to push Couture, like competition in the net is yep. never a bad thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I wouldn't, um, you know, this is something I would be completely for. Uh, if happens, great. If not, great. you know, I'm good with Couture. Tomas! Uh, <laughs> for,
1: you know, the future. We got to uh, make that into a gif. Well, uh, Tomas? Tomas! Couture! Couture. All right, let's get into the, uh, well, view from our own bench. View from the other bench. Our own bench. Our own bench, yeah. View from our own bench. Um, we try to get a, a guest for to talk Wildcats, to no avail. Um, so we you figured, mean the
0: Wildcats didn't reply to our
1: emails? Cannot confirm nor deny, but what I will say is we do have a couple of experts that are going to talk about this season coming yeah, up. Yeah,
0: joining us on the line here is... Uh, <laughs> us
1: Us. <laughs> uh, the, the Wildcats last year 11 17 two and one for 25 points losing out in the round robin by I don't know if you watched on YouTube about that much um, hitting a post in against Bathurst, and then who knows uh, but yeah they did they got some experience in that uh, in that playoff tournament um, they've lost some some big names mm-hmm. in uh, DLC Hudson Diong which I mean Chris talked about it last week. We can just start there. Like that is a big loss on who's going to lead this team on and off the ice.
0: Can't replace those guys. Yeah. Uh, you can't replace Jacob Hudson. Jacob Pelche, Jacob Pelche. Um, you know, you could say maybe DeGrossi plays a game like Tejong, but you can't say that because we haven't seen him much. Um, but no, the Jake, the Jacobs are going to be tough to replace. And the one Jacob we have right now, well, Isn't tough to.
1: Well, uh, my my comments about him are, are known. Yeah, um, but he's he's the leader. Yeah, and the worst the worst part about losing those three last year is you were losing one at each level. Mm-hmm. So you were losing a goaltender to show Philly on the league, the net, not the net, the league, the the preparing Hudson with the forwards, and you saw it in Langwa taking a step, and you really saw it with Barbashev, and then DeYoung, you know, he was playing. 20, 25 minutes a night is the number one guy. And right now, I mean, DeGrossier is the number one defenseman. Pilate's the one, two. We haven't really seen De Grossier play. so you know, He's hurt. Exactly. Right? So so he's so.
0: out, uh, I think it's week to week. So we probably won't even have him for the opening uh, opening game. So for all of you who had him on your uh, <laughs> opening night roster uh, predictions, uh, you failed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, we're going to give that away next week. But yeah, um, we might not even have Daou in the opening weekend, so you <laughs> We hooked you good. <laughs> but if you were listening along to the show, I mean, eh, it's, we told you. Mm-hmm. Those guys might not be... Uh, those guys now might you not done be... done messed up, aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um, A little bit back on the, the playoff, or the preseason, you know, this team's penalty killing was at an 87% clip, which is second behind Quebec. What worries me are the power play Uh, being 14%. That's not good. That's, and that's the time where the games that are kind of even, you need the, the penalty kill is going to help you inject into the game to, to get momentum. And the, the power play does the exact same thing. And if, you're at a 14% clip, and they gave up two shorthanded goals against. Yeah. I mean, that's – I, I got to believe that's a, uh, a point of concern for the coaching staff.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to figure that the old uh, special teams will be a key point of uh, uh, focus at the old practices this week because, um, yeah, let's – uh, hey, look. If we have a, a first power play unit of uh, of Dau and Barbashev, I'm fine with that. Um, if who's we your, have who's your, who's your back end on that though? I got to go with Lot and uh see when he gets when he gets back. Darcy, here. Darcy. Okay. Uh, I think Darcy's kind of got a sneaky shot, so. Um yeah, it, it looks good. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Uh, penalty killing I think Nathan Casey is going to be a dominant penalty killer. Yep. And uh, I Langwa Langwa. Uh, who's the other guy? Daniel. Daniel and Jake probably Stewart. Jake Stewart. Uh, look, it's it's young guys and it's a young team, uh, but they're working hard and yeah. they're going to give up goals. Let's let's. Let's be real. They're going to give up. Yeah. They're going to give up power play goals. They're not going to kill off every penalty.
1: No, I'm. I'm um, not so much worried about the penalty kill as I am the power play. I
0: honestly, I think the the power play won't be so bad. I mean, it's it's you've got three forwards who can, you know, they're familiar with each other. Yeah, and you've got a, def- a couple defensemen back there that, you know, Pilots. You know, he is... He is, he is Darcy's, <laughs> um, um, so I, I'm more so concerned about those two on the back end of a power play more than yeah. the three forwards. Yeah. Um, cause they're, haven't had the greatest training camp in preseason games. So, uh, they got to step it up. I'm not too concerned. It's, I, I think if the penalty kill is uh, 70, you know, if they can kill off three out of every four, I would call it a successful yep. penalty kill. Yep. Uh, and if they're scoring on one of every four or five, five probably, six power yeah. plays, I'll give them one, of, one out of every six power plays, I'm happy. So, you know, if if they're a 75% penalty kill and, you know, like a 17 Eighteen percent power play. Yeah, I'm happy.
1: Uh, yeah, I I would be too. I think if you're gonna have those goals given up, you just hope that they're not the momentum stealing goals where you're up two, three nothing. You, you take a bad penalty. You know those are the worst ones, bad penalty. Mm-hmm. But the ones that they get that power play goal against you, and then they come down that next shift and they own you and they get that second goal and now. This young team is right back on its heels. That's the type of stuff that you have to try and avoid. Yeah, um, Because, you know. They don't have that. Um, they don't have that calm down guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. They, I mean, there's somebody, there's a guy like Philip Daou who's, I think, arguably going to be one of the top 20-year-old forwards in the league. Come back. Uh, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, but yay in Ottawa, but come back. Yeah, or Belleville. I mean, it's, Belleville. Yeah, that's an option for him too. Yeah. So So, uh, I think he's going to be one of the top twenty-year-old forwards in the league, um, and I think we're only going to have him until January. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think he's 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 a guy. He's got that. He he seems to have not necessarily a a calming effect on the other players, but if they're if you sense that they're kind of down and out a little bit, you put him out for a shift, and he's gonna. What do you have? Some somehow he's one of his one of the top dangle percentages and the uh, uh, zone entry. Percentage. Zone entry, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's he's got that ability to, you know, you you kind of slowed the game down a little bit, and then uh, do him a loop around the net, grab the puck, and you know do his thing, right? Skate from one end to another. Um, so he he's. He's someone who can kind of calm things down, I think. And I think he's definitely going to be wearing a letter this year. Um, What letter that is is, you know, I still I got to believe if they, on...
1: if they haven't announced it by now, I got to believe it's the C. And You got to uh, think. Uh, um, kind of like it won't be like uh, Jake where, you know, we didn't know until the day of the home opener. Yeah. I don't even know if we'll have our captain, if we're going to crown him the captain for no. our home opener, right? <laughs> Uh, it's, uh... Not looking
0: good. It's getting tight here, you know? Yeah. My, uh, my note, my... The no watch on my <laughs> wrist tells me that, uh... On only, Wednesday. Only a few days left for him to get back yeah. into town. So, uh, no, he's, he has a calming effect on these players, yeah. I think. Um, there's not many of them around on the roster, though. I will say that.
1: Yeah, and that leads me right into who's the common effect on the decor. Is it Hamel? Is oh, it DeGrosier? Oh, like,
0: um, you know, we
1: we had uh, Aiden on last year during the trade deadline when he talked about Hamel um, as the Sean Stewart. You know, it was fairly even trade inside the dressing room. Mm-hmm. You know, I said it last week. Hamel's kind of got that like Hudson light as a leader, bringing his boots to work every every game. But it, you know, are those the two that you're going to lean on? to kind of calm this group down because, you know, I love Frankie. Francisco, that's fun to say. But he, he takes a few penalties that could get this team in trouble. Uh, you're going to have Moran. You're going to have Dolomint pretty young. Connor Olson is Connor Olsen as long as he's not playing in the top pair. You know, who is who is the common effect on the decor? Because we've generally always had that guy that just kind of calms things down, and, and I don't know if I see that here as compared to years past. You know what I, mean? I don't think
0: there is one. Yeah. I really don't think there is one. Uh, it's a
1: very much committee crew. Like, there yeah. isn't that one. Because
0: Hamel is not going to be a top pairing guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's probably going to be on the third pairing. Um, so, he's not going to be getting, you know, those 20, 25 minutes a yep. game. So, he's not going to be out there every second, you know, every second shift uh, <laughs> trying to do something. So,. I just I don't <laughs> think there's someone back there that can, uh, that's going to have that effect on the young players. If there is, it's, it's Degrosier, but he's, he's out, right? Yeah. He's not going to be on the, on the ice for, um, or playing for another week or two, maybe. So, uh, I don't think there is a calming influence on the back end.
1: It's a little scary. <laughs>
0: Very, a little scary. Quite concerning. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, uh, getting into this uh, schedule it gets going in two days up in Bathurst. You gonna go up? You gonna go up to the whole, the regular season opener, visit Johnny Rocket?
0: You couldn't pay me to go inside that rink. I'm just kidding. It's a it's a
1: beautiful <laughs> arena. I'm de- uh, I'm kind of debating it because it Friday? Yeah. I uh, I went to the regular season opener a couple years ago in Charlottetown. I might go up there to... To visit the boys on a Friday night. I don't have to work My Saturday. only
0: concern with that is that highway at night is absolute hell.
1: Oh, I'm not coming back till Saturday.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, uh, yeah. Driving on the highway 11 or the Hans, highway halls, <laughs> as my dad would say. Um, yeah, that's a nightmare at nighttime. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, you know, honestly, I've been to ba- I've only been to once. for a game Um, and but you know maybe I'll go up for if there's like a when uh, do you remember when
1: well I mean this was years ago oh okay Um, like the Bathurst Memorial Cup year or like the Bergeron years or somewhere yeah
0: it was like that far like that long ago Uh, it was it was a very very long time ago I think it was like a Wildcats Booster Club fan bus trip or something like that oh okay yeah yeah yeah, it's, I've never, I've never been a big fan of Bathurst in terms of a, a rink, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I might go, I might go once. If there's a Sunday afternoon game, you know, I might go up for,
1: uh, for that. Uh, Weather dependent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, we got games to preview and uh, we got back to bath Bathurst Friday in Bathurst. Saturday's the big home opener. You have your tickets.
0: Uh, I do for the home opener. I have that, my tickets. That will feature a 3D video preview thing on the ice. Which as long as it's
1: really better cool. than the arena opener two yeah. or three years ago. Um, do you have your tickets, people? Get your tickets. Still available? You just got to show proof of vaccine and wear a mask. But other than that, it's fine. Um, you know what I think they should do? Because they're probably going to debut with the new jerseys. Is warm up in the old jerseys, the old socks. And then come out in the intros, in the new jerseys. Don't ruin it by coming out in the new jerseys in a warm-up. That yeah. kind of takes away from it. Come out in last year's jerseys and socks. Doesn't take that long to fit to change in the room. And then actually bring out the blue jerseys for the actual opening ceremonies and your actual game. Don't ruin it by the warm-up. But, I mean, what are you expecting out of these, these two? This is going to be a little bit of what we saw this past weekend. We're... Bathurst could be ugly in Bathurst and then coming home a little bit better. i got to believe Vinny's going to play both of them. Um, I don't... They'll he jacked up enough to get the the win? I I kind of... I think we're going to see what we saw. Bathurst on Friday isn't going to be great. Saturday night is going to be much better and they may squeak out an OT winner.
0: Yeah. Uh... Friday night. Um, Bathurst has all the guys back, except for up here. Um, So that doesn't really help our cause. No. Um, Yeah. I think if we can get one point, we'd call it a success. I will confirm
1: that (laughs) with my overtime victory
0: on Saturday night. (laughs) Yeah, if we can get one point out of two games, uh, I would be impressed. Because uh, we
1: played him fairly even last year, but that was two completely different squads. Um, and like you said, Bathurst has all their, their guns ablazing without Lapierre.
0: So. And we're going to be probably without our top forward, probably without our top defenseman. And yeah, we are in a fight. <laughs> uh, not going to be fun. No. Uh, but there's going to be a 3D video on the ice. <laughs> Uh, new jerseys. New jerseys. Brent DeBorn. Woo! Woo! And uh There's gonna be hockey. Hockey. T shirt cannon.
1: Ooh, are they bringing back a t shirt cannon? And
0: a new director of community relations and fan experience. Fun. F- former Calgary Stampeder and Hamilton Tie Cat. Didn't know the Stampeder part. Yeah. Mike, is it filler? Filier Filler? Filler Fire. Filer. something like that. Anyways, beautiful beard, <laughs> uh, yeah, that that beautiful is Beautiful hair, beautiful yeah. beard. Um, Welcome to Moncton, Mike. And some yes, and some fan, some entertain. They're hiring some uh, fan pump up people. I don't know. And there's like a Saint Hubert zone now at the Avenir Center.
1: Oh, I gotta have a feeling that's right behind me, probably in the f- little fan zone area there yeah. that they haven't really used properly. The ice bar is gonna be back. It's just good to have regular arena back. That's like it's yeah, we gotta wear masks and yeah we gotta be double vaccinated. Only which if should you're anyways.
0: Not actively eating or drinking, which yeah. I will be actively eating and drinking
1: all game <laughs> long. Um where do you wanna go? You wanna go to team awards, the stand you wanna give standing predictions? I'm not wanna... going I'm not going one one through eighteen here. No no, no, We're no, no,
0: no, 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 no,
1: at no, no, teams. We haven't looked at them
0: at all. Halifax, Moncton, Cape Breton. Did I miss them all? I missed one. So what'd you say? Saint John, yeah. Bathurst, yeah. Charlottetown, yeah.
1: Halifax, yeah. Moncton, Cape Breton. In yeah, that order. I'm gonna go. Yeah, Saint John, Charlottetown, Bathurst, Halifax, Moncton, Cape Breton. Okay, that's so done. That's next. That's easy, and it really, it's man. Let's Next, go awards. <laughs> let's go to the awards. Um, and that's just not, that's not league awards. That's on our own team. Um, your Wildcats. Uh, let's go, rookie of the year.
0: Rookie of the year. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm gonna keep this as, you know, I've been hyping up this kid for about a year and a half now. Thomas Oje.
1: All right, I thought you were gonna say somebody at the end of January that was gonna come in light it up. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go off the board like you generally like Mercier do. or something. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, you have been, you've been his guy, so he's been your guy. Um, I'm gonna go Moran for rookie of the year. Yeah,
0: that's a that's,
1: solid. I mean, it's.
0: Not very many. I mean, on the yeah. Q website, like Barbashev's a rookie, and like Darcy's a rookie, and Fillion's a rookie. Get the Lotion's hell out of here! a rookie. Yeah, get the hell out of um, here. We're talking like first
1: year um, players. Goaltenders are a rookie, even yeah. though Thomas Couture is a 2002. So, yeah, first year, first year players. Um, your leading scorer for the Wildcats, Johan Lotion. All right, because that will probably be traded. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy we didn't give a lot of love to last year. kind of surprised us. Vinny LaBelle. Oh, if he can stay okay. healthy, if okay. he can stay healthy and none of us were talking about him last year for rookie of the year. And he was a surprise. Yeah. Um, he's, okay. but he's, he's like Loching. He's got to be healthy. Yeah, I like that one. And yeah. I think when you're looking at those two, you're just right in the 45, like they're going to be back and forth, back and forth, uh, all season mm-hmm. and long. So, uh, finally your Wildcats MVP. Vincent Filion. And we are bang on on that one. Yep. Cause if he's, for doing anything this year, mm-hmm. it's on the back of this guy. That is correct. Leading us, uh, leading us and, uh, you know, it, he's our most valuable player and we're going to need him to be valuable each. And every night he's in the lineup. Oh, my chest feels really good today. That's yeah, good work. Worked out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good Sorry about you. that, folks. <laughs> Rip my you. shirt off. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, I tried to reach out to all the guests we've had on to get their QMJHL final, their MVPs. Um, I did get at least one uh, from our good friend from Station Nation, Jamie Tozer. So let's see what his predictions are.
2: The last time the Moro Cup was in New Brunswick, we saw the Quebec Ramparts uh, as finalists come up short against the Moncton Wildcats. And I think this year... We will see something similar. I think the Quebec Remparts will come up short um, against the Saint John Sea Dogs, and I think the Sea Dogs will win uh, uh, the league championship this year. Obviously, I'm very biased, um, and a lot of people are going to pick the Remparts. But my biggest caution about picking the Remparts is go look at the Remparts' history, uh, playoff history under Patrick Waugh. It's not amazing, mm-hmm. so I think that is something uh, worth noting uh, heading into the season. MVP MVP pick will be someone from Quebec. I will go with Zachary Balduk. Um, who I see a lot of other people are choosing as well. He's going to be surrounded by great players all season. Uh, And my runner-up there, I think a little bit of a dark horse maybe. I'm going to go with uh, Lucas Cormier of the uh, Charlottetown Islanders, who I think is due for a big year. I
1: feel like his Q final prediction will be a lot of Q final predictions.
2: Yeah.
0: um, Who's the JF Plant from Gatineau had Bathurst in the final? Uh, against, uh, I think he said Bathurst in Quebec in the final. So that's an interesting one. Um, yeah, it is, it's hard to disagree with what uh, with what Jamie said there. Uh, I think a lot of people are taking St. John and Quebec in Quebec in, in the final, myself included. Is that who you're taking? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm on board with him with Zach Balduk as well. That's who I have as my league MVP just for every single
1: reason that Jamie said as well. I'm not sure how the playoffs are going to work, if they're going to reseed one through four when we get to the finals like they kind of did last year. Mm. But uh, I'm going to take St. John. Okay. And I'm going to take Shewinigan. to get past Quebec in one of them seven-game series I think they can uh, just... I want to be different, uh, but I think they can be one of them... Light buyers, kind of like Victoriaville was, would just buy smart, and they've got the goaltending in Calam. Call if he can be Lavalle as a backup. They got the two goaltenders like Victoriaville last year, Maverick Bork. You know, just add a couple players. I think Schwinnigan St. John is is uh, is a final there, <laughs> which would mean Schwinnigan and St. John are in the Memorial Cup again.
0: Right. Getting some uh, some chills from the uh, Memorial <laughs> Cup in <of> twenty twelve here, <laughs> where you met your dad. Uh, yeah, uh, that is a good one. Yeah. That's uh, I like it. I've uh, been kind of
1: looking at them th- all day today when I had time, and just like I feel like they could be the team now. That's that's provided that it's Quebec versus Shawinigan Sh- in the semifinal. Um, so I think it should be, I think it should be quite a, that, I, I, I feel like that thing's going seven. Um, you know, and it all hinges on Maverick Bork coming back, obviously, but, uh, well, they got a pretty decent team that can maybe add a little bit, be interesting to see if they can get by, if they can get there. What do you got for your, uh, your MVP of the league? Zach Bull Duke. All right.
0: Uh, I was, uh, very close to writing Ryan Francis.
1: He was my second choice he's my yeah. my my second choice for for
0: that uh, but yeah I gotta go Zach Bolduc, uh because he's just he's gonna be around better players mm-hmm. uh, and Quebec's a good team, but Bolduc is like the guy yeah he's like the guy uh, in Saint John they have multiple guys mm-hmm. uh, so I think when you look at most valuable player, uh, I think it comes down to, uh, I think it's going to be Zach Bolduc.
1: Well, if I'm going to stay on my theme of bold, the most valuable player that got his team to the championship, Maverick Bork. You're, 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 uh, <laughs> you're yeah, okay. All right, you're,
0: you're, 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 you're I'm right,
1: reaching, you're, I'm going you're, bold, why not? you feel more some uh, sh- I, sh- sh- showy love over here. Yeah, I feel more... Uh, I feel better with the Schwinnigan getting to the finals pick than I do with Maverick Pork getting the MVP, but if they're going to get to where they need to go, he's going to be he, he'll be great. So I'm
0: glad we didn't agree on everything here. <laughs> exactly. That was, that, wow, I didn't, I didn't expect you to say Schwinnigan. That's uh, that's good. I like that one.
1: Thank you. So yeah, that's I mean that's uh that's it. Um, we did it. We made it. That'll do it for our show. Uh regular season in the queue gets kicked off this Thursday in Victoriaville as they open up against the aforementioned Schwinnigan Cataract on Thursday, and then we get going Friday. Yeah? Hmm? Did I say that wrong? No. Okay. You just Sometimes when I use the French, he gives me the look, and I'm like, oh, shit.
0: I'm just getting ready to close the
1: show here. Oh, you got to. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it gets kicked off Thursday in Victoriaville, uh, with Schwinnigan and Victoriaville, the champs raise their banner, and then the Wildcats are on the road in Fr- in Bathurst on Friday, and then the home opener this Saturday at seven. Get your tickets. Uh, don't forget your mask. Don't forget your vaccine, passports, pictures, whatever you want to use. Um, we're going to be back next next week. Regular shows: the Eric Murray Stick Tap of the Week. Oh yeah, the Wildcat Wildcat of the Year. Um, and who knows? We may be having some other ventures some other giveaways we will see but uh that's it for us thanks for your continued support see you next week
0: thanks for listening to another episode of the wildcast podcast follow us on social media at moncton wildcast